0: Now then, welcome to another social media podcast. The recording you're about to hear is from a live Facebook video I did recently, asking your quen- answering even your questions that you've been asking me over the last few days about social media and specifically video as well. Uh, but right now, we're in a time where we just need to help each other out with as much information and value as we possibly can do. So here's my answers to your questions. The social media podcast with Simon Scholes, tips, hints, and great content ideas. Now then, how are you diddling? Welcome to a live video. How are you getting on? How's, um, how's the wonderful world of lockdown treating you? I hope you're uh, all well out there and that you're all enjoying this chance to maybe take a little bit of a breather concentrate on your brand concentrate on your business a little bit. Uh, the reason I'm doing this video is obviously uh, one of the things that I do. I am Simon Sculls, the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. Uh, we're an award-winning visual marketing agency, and we work with brands and businesses on their social media visual content, as well as the other video content that they want to create. But also, we try and get people to understand what it is that they can do themselves for free. So many people create content through an agency and spend a small fortune when they don't necessarily have to. You see people all the time, buying courses about podcasting. Actually, podcasting is really simple. You can do it yourself. You don't have to spend a fortune. Uh, Hello to Miles as well, by the way. Thank you very much for joining the stream. Um, So what I want you to do is think about your brand and your business and think about what you can do yourself for free, especially right now. Let's face it, we're in a time where Money is going to be a very valuable commodity because we're all going to be earning less, whether you're earning 80% or whether you're trying to still work with your business and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be an interesting time over how many ever weeks it's going to be at the moment, likely to say it's possibly going to be June that we're going to be locked down until so it's going to be a while yet. So, what you need to be doing is think about what you can do yourself on social media to build that brand, build that business, and uh, really get yourself out there and seen. So, over the next uh, few weeks, I'm going to be doing my usual daily videos which I recorded and um, all about how to nine times your social media, uh, which is my book, which is available. I'll put it, the link to that in the section down below when this video is finished Uh, but right now I wanted to do your questions and answers I have a few questions and answers that people have sent me over the last few days if you've got any questions at all about how you can help your brand and your business grow a little bit further chuck them in the in the comments right now we will go through those as and when we come to them but right now I'm gonna go through some of the questions I've been asked over the last few weeks Apologies right now by the way for any background noise. I have a 17-month-old who is going crazy because he wants to get out But we've already done our one-day exercise thing this morning, uh, which put him into a three-hour sleep, which was brilliant Um, And I maybe should have done more live then. Anyway, moving on to the questions So uh, the first question came a while ago. I asked a long time ago um, about people's video questions, and so I'm gonna go through some of those. And Julia Blake from Blake Consultants, she's got a brilliant um, way of working out who your avatar is for your business. If you don't know who your avatar is for your business or your brand, she's got a brilliant worksheet for you. You know what, I'm gonna put a link to that in the description below as well when this video ends. Go and check it out. If you've no idea how to work out who your avatar is, or you don't know who your avatar is for your business, definitely go check it out but anyway she asked me the question how long should a video be when you're creating video content it's a bit of a how long is a piece of string kind of question Uh, because obviously it depends on the type of content that you're looking to do and if it's social media content are you looking to do long form content are you looking for short form content six seconds could be the length But then if you're doing something like this, a live video, how long should that... So I'll tell you what, we're going to concentrate actually on how long should live video be for your brand and for your business? Um, And the answer to that question, again, is how long is a piece of string? But in radio, which is a background of where I used to come from, um, the, the old adage was, bin it in a minute. If you're talking for more than a minute, then stop talking and play the next song. Actually, when I started running radio stations, I got my presenters to talk for as long as they felt they needed to talk for. As long as they weren't boring the audience, as long as what they had to say had value or was keeping the audience interested, why do you have to ban them talking for longer than a minute? Actually, they're there to entertain so they could talk for longer. And it's the same with your live video content as well. If you are doing a live and you're talking to your audience and you're engaging with them and they're engaging back and they're asking you questions and all that kind of stuff, then that's engagement and why would you stop that engagement just because you've been told oh a live video should only be five minutes long don't do that there's always a structure to a live video whether it being doing a QA or whether it talking about a blog piece of content that you've just recently written there's still that structure of introduce who you are do your main content get out at the end but there's still always going to be that structure there, like I say, but you have still got the content. And if you're keeping people interested, then that's the main thing, really. So rather than saying, yes, the video should be 10 minutes long because the algorithm loves it on Facebook and it'll push you out further if people are watching for 10 minutes or longer, why not just make a piece of content that you're happy with and goes on for as long as you feel comfortable talking about? If it's five minutes, fine. If it's 20 minutes, fine. As long as you're giving value all the way through and you feel your audience are going to probably watch that video all the way through because of the value that you're giving, then just keep going. Simple as. Okay, moving on to question number two. Karen Epsley asked me a question, which is something a lot of people ask about. How do you do captions on videos? So captions are basically the subtitles that you see underneath. Now They are automated and can be turned on through Facebook and through YouTube, however, the AI system that does that is a little bit, for want of a better word, shit. So it doesn't generally always get the words absolutely right. That's why there are external services which are amazing at doing this, really, really cool, and yes you have to pay for them to get really good uh, content back from them, but It's worth it in the long run if captioning your content is really important and let's face it captions probably less so important right now for anybody who's working from home but there are still people with hearing difficulties and people with sight difficulties as well so that their software on board will actually read the captions back to them maybe so actually as much as they're not as important as they usually would be because generally the reason I would say to people to do captions is because The boss doesn't like you watching videos when you're at work, and rather than watching a video with the sound on, people will watch it muted so they can read the captions. But that still is an important thing right now. Like I say, people with hearing difficulties could be watching your content, so why not put captions there, subtitles there, so that they can actually read what it is you're talking about and get value from it as well. Don't just separate a completely massive potential audience just because you can't be bothered to put captions onto your content. So the website I use, and I'll put a link to it below, I will tell you right now, this is an affiliate link. You don't pay any more for it, but I do get a kickback. Uh, from you buying captions from them is uh, a website called rev.com. They do lots of different versions of captioning so you can get your videos captioned perfectly about 99% of the time. That's absolutely right. This costs you $1.25 a minute. If you have the skill set, <coughs> excuse me, if you have the skill set to edit video and put captions onto your video yourself, they do do a rough version. Which is, I think it's 25 cents a minute. So it's a vastly reduced rate at the moment, which is good. And um, yeah, that's really cool, but it is only right about 80% of the time. So if you don't have the skill set to edit the video yourself and you don't have the funds to pay somebody like myself and Perception Studios to do it for you, Definitely go for the better version so that you can add those subtitles onto your content instead. What they do is they send you what's called an SRT file. In fact, at some point or another, uh, here we go, let's see if I can do this now. So if I go to rev.com, what they do is um, they send you an SRT file, I'm gonna log in, and uh, I'm gonna share my screen with you. I wasn't planning on doing this, so I've not logged in just yet. So let's just get myself logged in. Don't wanna show you my password, so I won't do that. so here we go it's just loading and if i go to my files and i can show you so here we go let's do a share screen and on there let's do that so it is showing you a page which is currently loading my internet is a little slow so i don't know if it's going to show this or not it's not is it it's not going to show it it's just going to show yeah it's really not very quick sadly Okay, I'm going to stop that for now. Uh, if it loads up again in a second, I will um, I will show you uh, what it's showing instead. But uh, anyway, so it will give you an opportunity to download a lot of different versions of the file. What you need is the SRT file and also they do a Facebook version of the SRT file. Remember to download that one as well. So when you're using your video content and you're wanting to put captions on, you can go in to edit the video after the event send them the URL for the video. They will then create an SRT file. You download the Facebook version and the SRT version. You upload the Facebook version to Facebook, obviously, and the other SRT version can be used anywhere else at all. So if you want to download your live video, you can do, and then you can upload it to other platforms. So You could upload it to LinkedIn and upload the SRT file at the same time as you're uploading the content, and it will put the captions on there for you. You can do the same with YouTube as well. Now, YouTube, you can add captions afterwards. Facebook, you can add captions afterwards, but LinkedIn, you must, if you want to have captions on your video, add them at the same time as you are uploading. So when you're uploading your video, there'll be a little pencil in the top right-hand corner that's the edit button click on that and it will give you the option to choose which SRT file you want to upload to your content it really is that simple okay so here we go right I'm going to show you the share screen so I can show you exactly what I was talking about because that page is now loaded so as you can see here it's not showing you everything that I'd wanted to show you but basically we have all the srt files i've done recently and if i go into any of those i can download them as lots and lots of different things it's gone a bit weird because obviously like i say my internet's a bit odd at the moment but if i click on there there we go so i can say download and it will give me an option to download a word document of the transcription of the video or I can download the captions version so I can download an SRT or a VTT you need the SRT versions and it will download that for you and then when you want to change it afterwards on Facebook you can just upload the yeah, the Facebook version onto Facebook it's really really simple it's a dead easy tool um, and if you want to kind of like download a new one you just say which one you want so on want captions <coughs> it will take you there to a new page, um, eventually, and then you say, oh, right, I want to get started." And slowly but surely, it will load another page. Like I say, my internet's a little slow, and then you can either upload the file that you actually have, or you just paste the URL of the video, and it will get the the captions from there. Really, really simple, really, really easy. Okay, back to me on the camera. So hopefully that's answered your question. It's a bit of a long answer. I know, me, I went on for ages with that, but uh, that's generally how I do my captions. There are loads of other tools out there. Um, some of my 60 second videos, which I put out on things like TikTok and Snapchat, Twitter, those type of places, uh, they're done with a tool and a piece of software that I have on my phone, which is called Clippomatic. Let me show you the, uh, the logo for that. It's this one right here in the middle. Let's just try and make sure the camera's definitely back on me. We're definitely back on. Turn off share screen. There we go. We're back on to normal. So it looks uh, like the one in the middle. Can you see that it's like a little red and white camera called clip-o-matic and um, really really cool tool it will do the captions for you as you are speaking to the camera so you record your video it does the captions for you you must have either a good internet connection Wi-Fi connection or good data connection but it will do the the, um, the captions for you and then you can go in and edit them so that they're absolutely perfect through the video And then you download that and it saves it to your camera wheel and you can just upload that anywhere you want, TikTok, like I say, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere, because the videos are under 60 seconds long, so you can use them on all social media platforms. Really cool. Okay, let's have a look and uh, see what the next question was. Okay, I've forgotten the name of the person on the question, but it says, if I have slides, uh, what's the best way to show them, is it? Via the screen or f- through the background and um, so it kind of depends on what you're trying to achieve really um, sometimes actually just having a screen behind you and just showing the slides on there absolutely fine as long as they're not complicated and they're very simplistic slides if they're not using something like I just showed you just then screen share on uh, Facebook absolutely fine to use if you use an external software like OBS you can do that anyway or if you're using something like zoom where you can create, like, a webinar and have other people on there. You can do screen share on Zoom as well. Completely free piece of software for up to, I think, it's 100 people. So if you've got an audience of potentially 100 people, absolutely fine. You just crack on and uh, screen share. So it kind of depends what you're looking to do. But personally, I would probably recommend looking at the screen share option. The only downside being of that is that if there is a problem with... The stream for perhaps on maybe Facebook or on zoom, or you don't have a great Wi-Fi connection. The audio can be a bit flaky and then you can miss bits and pieces. So maybe it's best not to really force the system to do too much and actually just Continue creating content with the slides in the background So you're talking to the audience and the slides are on a big screen in the background Whatever you feel comfortable with if you don't have a big screen use something like zoom screen share on Facebook all that kind of stuff Uh, Okay question from Chris. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, How do I make sure I connect on video to my audience? It's a really simple one this one you have this thing right here these are the lenses on your camera or if you're doing it this way around there's a lens in here on and this is an iphone obviously but most smartphones are very similar they have a camera on one side at this top end and they have cameras on the other side as well for lenses how do you connect to an audience well this is something i learned through my days on radio when i did my very first radio show my boss sat me down and snooped me which is when they go through the show and say this is good, this is rubbish, this is good, or, or this is rubbish, 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 or well, that's a good bit, rubbish, 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 which was my case, uh, then they will like feel stuff at you to try and work on. And in my very first note, my boss said, you're talking at the audience, not to them. You've got to learn to connect with them because they want to be that person they go down the pub with for a drink, for example. So how do you connect with people who aren't responding back to you? Very, very difficult, you might think, but I got my thinking cap on and um I got laughed at a bit for doing this, but whatever. Um I got a teddy bear and I sat him behind the microphone in the studio on the windowsill behind the microphone and I spoke to the teddy bear. <clears throat> that connection was just there instantly. I was able to actually talk to something. Now it wasn't gonna respond back to me. That would have been really scary if it did, but I was able to talk to the teddy bear and actually create that connection between me and it so that I was feeling like I was talking to something rather than just talking at a microphone or talking at a lens. So basically put something behind the lens and talk to it. Your audience is behind that lens as well so make sure you talk to the lens, don't put it off to the side because then you're not talking to the audience are here, you're talking over there. Your audience is here. So why would you not talk to the audience? If you sat in a pub, you don't look over your friend's shoulder while you're talking to them. There's nothing worse. It's really uncomfortable, isn't it? Talk to your friends in the pub and talk to your friends when you're doing live video. Talk to your audience. They are there. They're waiting for the value that you're gonna give them. So talk to them, they're behind the lens. Don't talk anywhere else. And if you're really struggling with it, put post-it notes over your screen so you can't look at your beautiful face. I know we're all very beautiful people. But you don't need to look at yourself all the time, especially when you're doing a live video. You're talking to your audience, not to yourself. That would be really weird. Uh, Anyway, right, moving on. Question number five uh, from Steve. How often should I be posting content? Uh, Big question there. Where are you thinking about posting the content in the first place? Kind of differs from platform to platform. But right now, consistency is key really is especially uh, while everybody is thinking right okay i need to be using social media i need to be getting online being digital i'm going to be the next big thing and it's not going to take me long to do it so everybody right now is posting loads of content everywhere that will dry up slowly because people will get bored of doing it and not getting the, the interaction that they're expecting to get instantly remember social media is a patience game Building an audience is a patience game. You are not gonna have tens of thousands of people watching your live streams or following your content instantly. It doesn't happen that way, it doesn't work like that. But you can just constantly keep patient and making content all the time. Consistency and patience is really important. So how often should you be posting? Right now, probably more than you probably would have done in the past, <clears throat> but going on the old rules, Depends really on what platform, but for example, Instagram, a piece of content, currently lasts or in the past lasted about eight hours. So you should be posting three times a day if you want to try and hit an audience consistently throughout the day so that you know at some point or another the video, content's gonna land in their feed. And remember, that sounds a lot, but people are not on their phone 24 hours a day. It might seem like they are, but they're really not, especially now when our only time that we can go out exercising is once a day. So you've got to make t- the most of that once a day. So people are going out with their families and having conversations. I know, weird shit or what, but they're doing that. So they're going out and talking to their friends and talking to the family. So actually right now, even though people are posting more, they're actually on these things less. So you need to be posting More often, probably now, but like for, say, for example, Instagram, three times a day, Facebook, a piece of content, if you're lucky, about an hour and a half, two hours length lifetime. Um, Twitter is a scary one. Let's not even go there. It's 18 minutes as a piece of content will last on Twitter because it's just so many people using it all the time. That doesn't mean to say you have to be posting four times an hour. That would be crazy. But if you could potentially post once an hour, that would be good. TikTok you should be using, posting maybe three, four times a day. Snapchat, same thing again. Using Instagram stories, using Facebook, using LinkedIn. LinkedIn's a great place, especially right now, more people are actually understanding it is a social media channel, not just a business channel. So people are on there and actually creating relationships, especially now, while we're all in lockdown, people are being more human on there and actually saying what's going wrong, what's going right, all that kind of stuff. other day i was on there myself talking about the fact that my wife susanna she is a key worker in the nhs so she's working six days a week i have a little one like i mentioned at the start of this uh piece 17 months old he's full on there's no chance in hell i'm gonna get to do business during the day except for when he's maybe napping so what do i have to do i'm gonna have to work at night that's just the way it is so i look after max by the day daddy daycare and at night I am working on my business. That's just the way it is. Shit happens. It's not the ideal world, but nobody's living in the ideal world right now. But people are being more human on that and talking about exactly the same kind of things. How am I homeschooling? I'm finding this really difficult. Mental health, depression, all those kind of things. People are talking about it humanly on LinkedIn. So don't just believe it is a business channel. It ain't. It really is a human to human channel right now. Okay, a question from Helen. I run a beauty business, what type of content should I be creating? Ah, this is a difficult one. Or not, as the case may be. So Helen, obviously right now you're closed. What kind of content could you be creating? Depends on the services that you offer as a beauty uh, beauty place, beauty therapist, beauty business. Um, But basically, you could be posting all sorts of content that would give value to your audience. I'm not gonna go directly into the industry because honestly, it would be better if we had a one-to-one and we can chat about this. And I do a free one-to-one 15 minute Skype call where we can have a chat about stuff, Or you can pay for some of my time if you want as well. Um, But basically think about what value you could give your audience. What value could people get from you, especially right now as a beauty therapist? what services do you offer generally that people obviously can't come to you for right now that you could essentially maybe teach them how to do it. I'm not going to give you the answers. I'm almost giving you the answers here, but what could you teach them to do that they could do at home themselves? That would either help with stress or just make them feel a bit better, bit of pampering, all that kind of stuff. So rather than going really deep into it, Ellen, and this is the same for any business, Just think about the value that you can give, especially right now, when we're all in lockdown and actually going out to see customers or potentially having customers come to us in our salons or wherever, whatever businesses we run, what is the value you can give in what you would normally offer to actually offering it to them as value for free. Don't make them pay for it. Give them the value for free, make videos and give them out for free, make blogs and put them out for free. Do memes, put them out for free. Do not charge people for this advice. Just give them free advice. Even think of it as like, <clears throat> what would I not wanna to have to do myself? This is what I talk about a lot with electricians. What do I wanna do myself when I go out to see a client? I don't wanna to have to change a plug or put lights up. Well, teach people how to do it then. Then they don't need to come to you. There are hundreds of videos already on, on YouTube, but you're trying to build your own brand. Those videos ain't new. So, do a video yourself showing you how to do those things. So, think about that, Helen. Hopefully, that's helped you and you're going to start giving some value to your audience. Quick hello to uh, Mike, who's uh, on the stream at the moment. Uh, OK, on to my final question. Um, if you've got any questions, please do stick them in the stream. Otherwise, um, we're going to be all done and dusted in about 30 minutes, which is pretty good. Um, <coughs> question seven, uh, which is from a brand new business, where do I start? Wow. Wow. Big question. Actually, I'm going to take you right back to the very start of this video on my very first question from Julia Blake. There's a link in the description right below. If you've only just joined, us, just joined us, new business, or any other new businesses watching this on the replay, where do you start? With your marketing, full stop, you start with your avatar. If you don't know who you're talking to, you don't know where they're hanging out. Now, I'm a big believer that you need to not just spread yourself thinly and put content everywhere. You do need to put content everywhere, but you need to focus your energies in one particular area because there's no point in putting masses of effort into Twitter if only 5% of your potential customer base use Twitter. That's not to say don't use Twitter. That's to say don't put masses of effort into Twitter. Put effort elsewhere. So. Where should you be focusing on and what should you be doing? To start with, learn who your avatar is. There's a link in the description, Julia Blake Consultants, they've got a great little work through sheet. I talk about this all the time actually on different bits and pieces, but basically go and take a look at that and actually check it out and put it to good use for your business and for your brand. It's a really, really useful tool. It will help you understand where you go next. So once you've got your avatar, then you know who your avatar actually is. So basically whether they're male or female, how old they are, whether they've got kids, what their hobbies are. So you know how to talk to them. And then you can look to see where they are online. And you can do some simple testing as well. So you could actually just go and put content out everywhere and then see where you get the best results. And then go, right, okay, my audience are mainly on Facebook. Well, that's where you put 80%, 70, 80% of your effort. And then the rest of it, 30, 20%. Is put over all the other channels now normally I would say actually don't create content for every single channel that is specific to that channel but right now you've got the time to do that as much as you're hoping that you've got work coming in and all that kind of stuff if you have got work coming in just make your work your content work harder for you across multiple channels but if you don't have a lot of work coming in right now then actually instead Start creating content for all those different channels, as well as all the selling and everything else that you're going to be doing. Social media isn't for selling, but it's not to say you shouldn't be selling. So social media is for being social, the clues in the title. But you can create adverts, which either can then put money behind, those can be used to do selling. You can pick up the phone and sell. You can do online Zoom networking, which loads of people are doing now. Get involved, go to loads of different networking events. You can get involved with networking events all over the place because they're all on Zoom now. So if somebody's holding a networking event up in Edinburgh that you would never have normally gone to because you live down in London, so what? You can go to it now. You can ask them if you can be involved, go along to it, have some fun with people up in Edinburgh, talk to people up in Edinburgh, let them know about who you are and what it is that you do, but get involved. But don't be afraid to sell. I'm no mindset coach, but this is what my mindset coach says all the time. Sell is the most important thing. If you ain't making money, then you can't do any of the other stuff that you want to do anyway. So you've got to sell in the first place. But also, I'm a firm believer of, uh, like I say, know who your avatar is, know where they're hanging out, put most of your effort into there, but don't spread yourself too much effort onto that. Actually talk to people across all the different channels, so TikTok, Snapchat, 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 Twitter, Instagram, all those different places. There's loads of different social media channels. Bite is a new one. Just get yourself out there and start talking to people. Anyway, can you hear that in the background? It sounds like there's a train going past my front door, but it's not. It's everybody going past going shh because I'm doing a live video. Anyway, right, I will call it a day there because uh, all the uh, the questions have dried up and there's no more coming in. We've almost done half an hour. That's long enough, I think, to bore you with. Uh, so we'll do some more of these, I think. Uh, they're fairly valuable, hopefully, to you guys. Uh, if you have any questions, don't be afraid to email them to me. My link will be in the description after this video ends, and it's on replay, um, and also on whatever social media channels you may be watching it on, because I will be reposting it on LinkedIn and also on YouTube as well. Thanks, as always, for tuning in live if you have done, and uh, if you haven't already subscribed to the page, uh, go and check out the Perception Studios page on Facebook, or subscribe to this channel on uh, YouTube or just follow me on LinkedIn or Let's Connect. Uh, anyway, have a great rest of your day. Uh, stay safe during the lockdown. Go off and enjoy uh, some fresh air right now and have your one hour exercise or whatever amount of time exercise you're going to go and have. And I will see you all next time. Have a good stay safe. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.